0: Hello and welcome to a very special weekend edition of Back to the Future Minute. I'm Nick Amenas in the news. I'm Scott Corelli. Hey guys. Hi. Not used to hearing us on a Saturday or Sunday. Yeah. Well, we're yeah. Well, we are here to uh, offer a uh, little sneak preview to uh, something that is normally exclusively accessible to members of the Dueling Genre Productions patreon page and this is of course uh patreon.com slash dueling genre no dgp slash dg okay so you,
1: just just go to dueling genre.com slash support dueling
0: genre.com slash support and uh it is a episode of the podcast the other podcast that uh, scott and i do not writing mm-hmm. scott how would you define uh not writing
1: uh, yeah I mean it's it's uh, Nick and I I think this has come up on the show a couple of times but not not often because uh, you know it's kind of unrelated to um, uh, to what we do on back to the future minute but uh, Nick and I are writing partners uh, we are we are screenwriters and we are uh, writing partners and because we don't live near each other and we don't we don't get to really talk that much um, outside of like podcasts, uh, when we go to work on a script and we're going to talk about the script, inevitably the first like two hours of our conversation has nothing to do with what we're writing and is just about like whatever movies we saw or TV we're watching or books we're reading or music we're listening to or whatever. Like we're just talking about – it's basically just Nick and I's friendship <laughs> for like – for like three hours it's or like, whatever every it's like every clerks
0: month. Every month.
1: Yeah. So we just we just started recording it and releasing it as this podcast called Not Writing and it's now exclusive to our Patreon. It comes out once a month. And it's usually it's like two to three hours of just Nick and I talking about yeah. whatever. Sometimes like, getting a little
0: too personal.
1: Sometimes. Sometimes. Um there's always a cool also, song at the beginning of Scott Picks. It's also important. It's true. It's also important to note that not writing is a uh, very not safe for work.
0: Oh uh, yeah, no, we 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 curse on that one.
1: Yeah, yeah, we do we do curse on that one. We don't on Back to the Future minute because we want to make it because it's daily. We want to make it like office friendly, um, so we try and keep it PG thirteen. But uh, not writing is not meant for that. It's meant for more like your car ride without your kids in the car. Uh, So you should note that before you go and listen to this episode that's going to air and we're going to play in a few minutes. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And this is all um, part of the kind of like forward push we're doing with our Patreon, which is now an umbrella corporation, but not that umbrella corporation that uh, (laughs) encompasses all of our podcast productions, not just Back to the Future Minute, but also Geek by Night, which is our our child that Scott and I made. Um, it's, it's an audio drama about uh, friends who get superpowers, but it's really about transitioning from your 20s into your 30s. And uh, it's kind of it's it's Scott and I getting to make our, our our own dream show, basically. So there's like some Buffy, there's some Gilmore Girls. Of course, there's some Back to the Future, which is pretty much subconscious at this point. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, and then we also have uh, The Doctor's Companion, which has been going on for years and years, and I'm really proud of it, and it is the chronicling of my Doctor Who education, along with my two uh, teachers, uh, Scott Corelli and Cassandra Fredrickson, and um, we're recently, we've started our, um, a new format that we're calling The Long Way Round, where we are reviewing every individual episode of the show by doctor so it's like the first doctor's first episode the second doctor's first episode the third doctor's first episode and so on and so on and so on and um it's been fascinating because i've never actually watched old doctor who ever before starting this podcast
1: mm-hmm. it's been yeah my- and it's 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 been so much fun listening to nick really get into it yeah that's stuff yeah. so
0: um so this is all Possible because of our patreon donors. Uh, we are currently at one hundred and three dollars a month, which is amazing It's all because of our 15 patrons right now and we love them and they're they're dope and um, and they're currently are our, um, our back to the future goal right now our major goal is $250 per month if we can get $250 per month uh, and Scott and I will record a Patreon exclusive edition of Back to the Future Minute every weekend, every single weekend. Uh, we'll be calling it the No Roads Edition, where uh, Scott and I will answer questions from patrons, discuss Back to the Future related news, whatever that may be, and uh, just generally go off road from the regular BTTF Minute format because where we're going, we won't need them. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah i mean
1: we i imagine we'll we'll like that's the kind of show the show where we'll like maybe we'll talk about the animated series a little bit maybe we'll talk about um you know other other uh other shows or other movies that some of the BTTF cast have been in mm-hmm. you know um just stuff like that so so stuff that's like tangentially or 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 directly related to back to the future totally um we'll do on that show
0: and uh for $500 a month for $500 a month you will get an all new podcast called watch a movie with Nick and Scott this is where uh Scott and I will watch any movie that you want you get to choose it could be kangaroo jack it could be to live and die in LA it could be like the color purple it could be anything and uh scott and i will do a commentary about it even if we've never seen it even (laughs) yeah even if we've never had an interest in seeing it
1: i I think i think though uh if if it is a movie we haven't seen i think we'll we'll go ahead and throw this down now we will watch it at least once before we record the (laughs) podcast the commentary because otherwise we'll just be watching the movie and that's boring (laughs) oh
0: that's good Uh it's just
1: us watching like the seventh seal God, I'm really into this. I get it now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and uh, for $1,000 a month, for a grand, a grand a month, collectively, not each of you, uh, we will be doing Back to the Future Minute live. That's right. Uh, Scott and I will be hosting a live episode of Back to the Future somewhere in the world. I don't even want to say America. Somewhere in the on the planet. <laughs> We'll be hosting a live episode of Back to the Future Minute.
1: somewhere in America is probably a safe bet. That's true. But I just want to – Probably at a con somewhere. I wonder – I bet there's like a Back to the Future con. Maybe we can work something out. That'd be
0: dope. Or something. Yeah, that'd um, be cool. And it'll be – we'll be covering Back to the Future, the ride. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of Scott's first exposure to the Back to the Future universe. Yeah. And yeah, it, you know.
1: so what we they they released all of the footage from Back to the Future ride, so we would be covering all of that footage in uh, our live episode of Back to the Future Minute.
0: So yeah, so that would be at a con somewhere in America, but even if you can't go, it'll be made available as a podcast, and that podcast will be exclusive to all Patreon subscribers. Mm-hmm you want that, you got to subscribe for as little as $5 a month. And uh, we also that will also include live episodes of The Doctor's Companion, where we'll be focused on the Doctor Who and the Daleks starring uh, Victor C- Peter Cushing, Grand Moff Tarkin himself. And that yeah. will also be exclusive to Patreon subscribers. Plus, you get some
1: stickers. Yeah,
0: get some stickers.
1: Yeah, we're going to make Back to the Future Minute stickers, which will be sent out for free to every patron. Uh, we have subscribed at five dollars or higher. Uh, same with Doctor's Companion. So even if you don't listen to that show, you'll be getting a Doctor's Companion sticker. Put them on um, your wall binder. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, totally. But that's not all because at once we reach a thousand dollars, we'll start making other merchandise. We will. Yeah.
0: Yeah, all kinds of stuff: T-shirts, hoodies, uh,
1: mouse pad, uh, mouse pads, coffee mugs,
0: um, just anything, paper.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, but. But 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 we'll be making Rolling uh, papers. merchandise for all of our podcasts. So for Geek by Night, The Doctor's Companion, and especially Back to the Future Minute. So if you've ever wanted our mugs on your mug, oh you're gonna want you're gonna want some Back to the Future Minute merchandise to happen. Um, and, uh, that will happen at the thousand dollar level. So not only will you get a live episode of back to the future minute at a thousand dollars, but we'll also start making t-shirts and stuff.
0: It'd be interesting for there to be like a t-shirt of each season of back to the future minute, like part one, part two, part three, and then see which one like sells more, like which one people like more.
1: Yeah, that would be, I I mean, I, my, my guess would be the first one, but
0: right. Yeah. Um And for, oh. for $1,500 a month, for $1,500 every month, mm-hmm. Geek by Night will be renewed forever. Right. Geek by Night won't just get a second season. It will never die. It will become the first piece of creative work by man to never end in any conceivable way.
1: Except for The Simpsons.
0: Except for The Simpsons. <laughs> when at the end of all things, The Simpsons and Geek by Night will... Float in empty space face-to-face like Thanos <laughs> and like, I don't know, time. That one guy. One of the Daniel Eternals. Leslie. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: Here we are at the end of all things.
1: Um, um, so yeah, was- <laughs> but you know what? I'll, I'll also say this. No, if we reach no. the 1500, uh, 1500 a month level, um, Back to the Future Minute is finite. Back to the Future Minute is going to end. We're going. We're going to reach the end of the third movie and then the podcast will be over except Nick and I know what we want to do next in the minute format. Yes. And if we reach that 1500 level that we right now, we know that we want to do that. We don't know that we are, but if we reach 1500 a, a month, not only will we do it, but we'll tell you what it is. Hey, that's fun. Yeah. Um, so we are, so that, that'll be a guarantee. Uh, the sequel to Back to the Future Minute will be a guarantee if we reach 1500 And that's not all we'll get for
0: $1,500, Scott. We will also get an, a one-hour live Q&A chat with the cast and crew of Geek by Night exclusively for you guys. So it'll be a live Q&A with Q's from you guys and A's from us. And uh, you'll also get a Geek by Night poster that will be sent to every single Patreon on Patreon.
1: And we're not talking about some cheap 11 by 17 poster. We're no. talking a full movie size poster.
0: Yeah. Some beautiful like Drew and shit.
1: Yeah. We're going to Ke- – Kevin is going to draw up a, a, a movie poster that's like sort of Amblin-y. Mm-hmm. And it'll be for Geek by Night's first season and that'll be sent out to every patron.
0: It should be like a beautiful uh, Drew Struzan poster. But then, like the words in white, ugly font are like "Geek by Night," and they're going like down vertically.
1: <laughs> oh, that'd be that'd be terrible. Um, so,
0: and for two thousand dollars a month, for two grand, Scott and I will host a monthly live script reading with the cast of Geek by Night of any movie script, and that'll be exclusively for for Patreon. For example, so you know, how, like a few years ago, this went viral on the YouTube where like. Uh, they got, like, really legendary voice actors from the 90s to, like, read Star Wars from beginning to end. Yeah. So it'd be, like, Pinky, you know, if he was Luke, or, like, you know, Elmira if she was Princess Leia. Right. We're going to do that with the Geek by cast. You guys, I I love our cast. Our cast are so talented, and I would, like, geek out if we got to read, like, Clueless with, like, Morgan as, like, as Alicia Silverstone, you know?
1: Yeah. A share. I, but I will say, I'll, I'll throw this down now uh, to keep uh, interested parties. Um, we will do, our, as our first script for the live script reading, we will do Back to the Future. We'll do the production draft of Back to the Future with our cast. Unless you guys would be more interested in doing one of the early drafts where Doc and Marty are video pirates.
0: Whoa, if we um, did like a live reading of the 1967 draft...
1: Yeah, I mean that's on my wish list of things we w- I'd want to get to for sure.
0: But like, and you guys could send us like who you want to be the voice of who.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Like, That'd be so get, much fun. Like
0: Chelsea um, and Marty McFly.
1: Yeah, but there there would be so there would be uh, there'd be lots of uh, lots of like cool movie scripts we could do. I would love to do Ferris Bueller's Day Off at some point mm-hmm. or Ghostbusters. Um, Sicario. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Sicario, <laughs> uh, Chris. Uh, be, yeah, but any but any any script that's sort of like dialogue heavy would be like really fun to do in that format. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and we'll be doing that every month if we reach two thousand dollars a month. Yeah,
0: now for three thousand dollars a month. Now we're getting up there for three grand. Well, now we're reaching for the stars here, but this is America. We're going to be doing Geek by Night the musical. Scott and I will produce and write a full a, a musical episode of Geek by Night with GBN composer Scott Tofty and who knows who else. And right. this episode will be released on the podcast feed for everyone. So everyone's going to get this. But there will be a soundtrack released exclusively to you guys, Patreon subscribers. And when we say soundtrack, we don't mean like. Your brother's band recorded this on with like the, the laptop with Audacity recording facing the band. Like this will be like professionally produced.
1: That's why it's so expensive.
0: That's why it's so expensive because we want to do we, it right.
1: Right. If we if we were gonna do it, we're gonna wanna do it right, and we want to get all, the entire cast into a recording studio and actually record an album. Mm-hmm. Uh. And then and then produce the musical episode. Um, with using the the songs from the album yeah you know? totally. yeah
0: now for four thousand dollars a month even but the only thing better than but what, what what's what you know what's the what's what's the oldest line america senator that comic books aren't <laughs> better than musicals geek by night the comic book yeah scott and i will write a geek by night one-shot comic book Drawn by dueling genre artist Kevin Ziegler. The comic will be released digitally for everyone. But if you're a Patreon subscriber, if you just subscribe, you will get that comic for free. A digital version of that comic for free. Legal and free with original artwork by Kevin Ziegler and original Scott and Nick comic dialogue in the universe of Geek by
1: Night. And if it does well... Uh, and people seem to like it, and and it, and you know, the patrons like it, and and it sells pretty well outside of the patron. Like, I wouldn't be opposed to doing more than one. You totally. Know? Like, maybe we could make it a quarterly thing where we come out with one like every four months or something. Yeah, and it could be it could be anything.
0: You know, yeah. it's, it's a comic it, book. Yeah, if totally. everyone wants to see Lorelei Swift operate a Jaeger. Yeah, that can happen. That'd be the that'd be
1: the place to do it for sure. Mm-hmm.
0: And uh for. Five grand. $5,000 every month. What? Yeah, this this is where we start shooting for the stars. Honestly. Yeah, I mean, yeah. okay. This is like pie in the sky, like <laughs> wish upon a star. But <laughs> yeah. for $5,000 every month, we will produce a Geek by Night live stage show. Now, we're thinking a little bit more thrilling adventure hour than Hamilton, but like, still, right? you know, like. Yeah. It'd be cool, and we would, yeah. and you know, you know, me and, look, you're you're about to find out how much Scott and I love old-school audio dramas if you listen to Geek by Night, but we we would, I have a feeling we would do something really cool with this.
1: Yeah, I think so. I think totally. once people
0: listen to uh, the new episode of Geek by Night, they'll understand how cool we could do a live show. Hmm. Um, hint, hint, wink, wink. And for finally, this is the big one. This is our... This is the ridiculous one that I was like, "It's like <laughs> this,
1: sure, this why not?" This,
0: this is our Catalina wine mixer, you guys, for 10, yeah. for ten thousand dollars every month. If we make ten grand every month, if you like hitch hip hitch hitch a hitch a single wagon to our star for ten thousand dollars a month, Geek by Night will bring that live stage show on tour, and we will tour yeah. the country and do that live show for you guys.
1: Probably a tour of, like, cons or something Yeah, like like
0: cons or, like, you know, um, places that aren't North Carolina. Right. And, and yeah, it'll be fun. It'll be really great. Um, Yeah, so that's – but that's way far in the future. Um, But um, so right now we're at $103, which is already great. And here's some of the stuff that you can get depending on how much you want to donate. So for, you know, $5 a month, you get bonus features. So that's sort of like the – you know, the, 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 the the title, I don't want to think about title, but you know, like the
1: kind of, you get, (laughs) um, it's it's like the, it's the basic, the basic package, the basic package, which is everything, all of the goals that we talked about, all of those goals are included at the $5, $5 level. So if you are pledged at $5, you're going to get all of that.
0: Totally. So for $5 a month, you will get exclusive access to all of that. Plus The Geek by Night original score by series composer Scott Tofte, Geek by Night scripts for every episode that'll be given to you every month in a PDF format, an ad-free omnibus edition episode of Geek by Night that'll only be available to us. And we actually already have the first three already there, right? First four. First four. So the first four ad-free omnibus, you know, director's cut editions of Geek by Night episodes every month. And uh, exclusive commentary with hosted by Brian Brown, featuring us and, and the cast and the writing staff and the director, and we'll be answering questions and just talking about what just happened. And this is kind of born out of a you know Scotts and I love for like you know the official Lost podcast and like the Better Call Saul podcast, and mm-hmm. you know we we love it when the people who make our favorite shows do that for us. So we we thought it'd be cool to do it for people who like our show. And uh, you, will also, you will also get an exclusive not writing podcast, which is, you know, we've already talked about a lot. And you'll be getting that for free every month at just $5 a month. Now, for $10 a month, mm-hmm. you're going to get all of that, but I'm not going to repeat. Plus, <laughs> a chance, a drawing to win um, a, a chance to be a, a guest on any of our podcasts, The Doctor's Companion or Back to the Future, and, or a yeah. speaking role. Uh, On an episode of Geek by Night, and we'll pick one winner every month.
1: Mm -hmm. You'll get one entry per month at the $10 level, $10 or or more level.
0: And for $15 a month, you will get two entries. So Mm -hmm. you get double the chances for $10 a month. Right. I mean, for $15 a month. Right. And for $50 a month, you are now an associate producer. So add that to your resume, and you will get (laughs) all of the bonus content, three entries into the monthly. A drawing so up in the odds you'll get an associate producer credit on geek by night and all of our shows and a special thanks in every single podcast episode while you're subscribed at that level so for every month that you're subscribing for 50 dollars a month cool you know what i mean but if you ever decide not to that's totally cool too you're not like locked in forever and all time for whatever mm-hmm. yeah and right. that Also goes for our $125 per month. At that point, you are an associate producer. Plus, you've done it. You've reached the top of the mountain. Enlightenment is yours. Say hello to your true self. You are entitled to all of that bonus content. It is legally yours. No one can take it away. And plus, you're guaranteed a guest spot. On the podcast of your choice, not writing the Doctor's Companion, Back to the Future minute, or Geek by Night, and you'll get a special thanks in every podcast. Plus, finally, you will get a 8.5 by 11 inch art, original piece of hand signed art by Geek by Night, and, dueling hand genre. signed
1: and hand drawn,
0: signed and hand drawn by Kevin Ziegler, and it could be any drawing from the Geek by Night Doctor Who or Back to the Future universe of your choice every month. Every month? Every month. Yeah. God, I feel like I'm in the 700 Club right now.
1: (laughs) I know, right? I know. Um, But yeah, uh, that's, that's everything that's going on at Patreon. I know that it seems relatively Geek by Night heavy, and I know this is the Back to the Future Minute feed. Right now, it seems like it's that way, but it's just because our first goal on our literally our very first goal, um, our goal that we're we're already like uh, two fifths of the way to reaching. Oh yeah, is the Back to the Future Minute No Roads Edition. So, if we reach that first goal, we will start recording the No Roads Edition podcast every weekend. But we need your help to get there. Totally. We can't record that podcast if we don't get to 250 a month. So, so become a Patreon subscriber. Go check out Geek By Night and listen to it and enjoy it and love it and realize that we were right to be shilling it all along. and and yeah, and help us get uh the No Roads uh podcast off the ground. And that's the other thing too. We will continue recording the No Roads Edition podcast. During the hiatus between parts two and three. no, oh, yeah. And maybe even after part three. Yeah, we'll maybe
0: see. whenever we want to return to the Back to the Future universe. Like maybe if, like, I don't know, they remake it. or I don't know. Like something happens.
1: Yeah, sure. Uh, we'll, we'll have the No Roads Edition podcast to talk about that indefinitely. So go and subscribe to that if you want to yeah. keep getting Back to the Future Minute content from us.
0: It's kind of like how, like, every time there's a new U2 album, like, They'll just do a new, you know, you two talking to me. Yeah. I don't right. know if you know what that is.
1: No. Yeah. Um <laughs> so 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 two-fifths of the way there um to our first goal. Uh it'll be it'll be really awesome. And in the meantime, you'll have, even if you're not, for whatever reason, if you're just adamant about not <laughs> listening to Geek by Night. Uh, you will have the not writing podcast right now um, yeah. as a as a bonus thing, and uh, you're gonna get to preview that right now. So enjoy. Remember, it's not safe for work. No. Nope. Uh, and uh, listen to us talk about what are we talk about in this episode? I don't know, man. Yeah, I don't know. I pitched a He Man movie. You did?
0: That. Oh, now I remember. Yeah, you pitched a really good He Man movie,
1: and um. We talked about Civil, Civil War. War. Yeah. Yeah, we're good. It it's um, a long one. It's a good one. Yeah, it's a good one. So go uh so just keep listening and uh we will talk to you guys on Monday. Bye.
0: Bye.
1: Scott.
0: How's it going? It's uh, it's a gloomy day outside.
1: Yeah it is here too. Cloudy and gray but <clears throat> I'm,
0: I'm, I'm almost kind of pumped about it because it's just such an excuse to stay inside you know and watch Grace and Frankie on Netflix.
1: Have you started that yet? Have you started season two? Uh, Yeah I, I started season two. I've not um I've not just really... seen
0: I, I've just seen the first one.
1: Yeah, I've, I've seen the first three, I think. I don't I I'm not liking it as much as I like the first season.
0: OK, is it because of like something they're doing like in the
1: plot? Yeah, there's like no conflict. Oh. <laughs> gotcha. There's like absolutely no conflict, which is something that you hear Tumblr want a lot, but they only want that because they don't know what they're talking about. Um, yeah,
0: but that but that that that's a show that I can see very easily, like that being a thing, you know, because it's already it's already such a
1: comfortable show, like such a slow and easy show. Yeah, I I don't know. It wasn't I don't know. It wasn't I, like that last season. Oh yeah, yeah,
0: because like last year I had so many wonderful like like you know farce and like grief and like breaking up and like renewal, uh-huh. you know, like. I almost think like, imagine if Grace and Frankie was like a two-hour and five minute, like like Nancy Myers film, you know? Uh-huh. You know, because like you know, like walking watching the end of that first episode with like Robert going in to get like, you know, open heart surgery and like Saul and like they're married. I'm like, man, that's like a really beautiful ending. Like, yeah. I was like, oh yeah, you know what I mean? Like uh, yeah. s- kind of similar to Glee. Like I've I've said this many times, but like that first season of Glee is almost like a really great like five hour uh or you know, twenty-two hour like high school movie. Sure. And like everything after that was just kind of like, okay.
1: It, everything after that was like um uh Pitch Perfect too.
0: Yeah, it's like following Jackie Robinson after he retires.
1: Uh-huh. I yeah, think he had some
0: barbecue every Sunday. <laughs> yeah he invested in some you know local businesses
1: yeah i don't know i just i it's it doesn't it's lacking conflict this season and totally and i'm not um i think it's uh taking something away from it yeah personally that's
0: cool i mean that that means I can just like eat i um i i i'm i'm kind of anti binging on stuff lately. Uh huh. Like I'm purposefully like Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, you know? Yeah. Like, like one of the, you know, it's almost kind of like, um, like Felix F- Felicis, you know, that Harry Potter potion.
1: I'm not familiar with. It's that It's the one, one that Slughorn
0: know. gives Harry in um, Half Blood Prince that makes him feel like really lucky. And he's like, "Hey, I don't remember." Yeah, but thou, yep, but I haven't,
1: I haven't read that book since it came out. So, (laughs) gotcha. Um, It's like the night it premiered.
0: But but what I meant to say was that each each individual episode of Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt is like capable of such joy that Mm -hmm. like I don't want to just binge it all in one day. Like I purposefully like okay I'm only gonna watch like one a night maybe two because I want this to
1: last. You know I didn't really like the second season of Kimmy Schmidt that much either. I liked where it ended. I liked where it ended. I liked the finale, but like
0: getting there was weird.
1: It was. It wasn't it wasn't my favorite. And honestly, there was like two or three episodes in the middle where uh the older lady, what's that character's oh, name? Oh, Lillian. No, not Lillian. Oh, not that oh, old. Oh, no, um, um
0: No, what? Mrs. White?
1: Yeah, where Mrs. There was like two or three episodes where Mrs. White wasn't on the show and it was like the greatest thing ever. Yeah, I mean I can't. I don't like her. I didn't like her on Thirty Rock. I love Jane. I don't like her on this. I didn't like her on Ally McBeal. I like. I just don't. Yeah, yeah. Not. I I don't. Not a fan at all. I love Jane uh, Krakowski.
0: But I will say, I was kind of just like, she's at her best when she is not even an antagonist, but just like a source of conflict for Kimmy. Like I have a problem, and that you have to add to your problem. You know and like that's always great but whenever it's like her dating um uh, uh Mr. Show guy and like David her, Cross David Cross thank you and like her like you know setting up for the party you know that's when it was kind of like okay well we don't really it's it's, it's like having an episode devoted to like quagmire on family guy you know uh, it's like I don't really Yeah hate I
1: don't and I really hate the native american thing like it's not funny <laughs> I get what's not I don't know I don't know who on that staff thinks that's funny but it's not funny. Well
0: yeah, I mean like and the punchline is like isn't it funny that she's white and like not native american. Yeah. And, and like I get how that could be funny for like a like a 10 second 30 rock flashback, you know? Yeah. Like that great scene where um Alec Baldwin played Harriet Tubman in like Tracy's Dream. Mhm. <laughs> but uh but yeah no but then it's like having we <laughs> to really keep going back to it it's like it, it's it's so brazen how they like just keep showing the thing that's making so many people mad like choosing to it's so yeah. weird yeah um
1: i Dong- mean the only good the only good thing that came out of it i thought was uh how he she like rejects um he rejects uh David Cross's family because they're the owner of the, the Redskins, yeah. <laughs> of the Redskins. That's the that's the only part because it's like positive, I guess. Like it's kind of positive, but most of it is just I love the actors that play the parents.
0: They're so great.
1: Yeah. Like...
0: They're not bad. Yeah, and they're like, and I like the, you know, they're playing it straight, you know, and like, I like that the show allows them to be characters independent of, like, you know, caricature, which is more than I can say for most minority characters that Tina Fey writes. And yeah, like, that's true. Um, speaking of Dong, Dong's thing was really weird. Um, it was, yeah, it was Dong- fun. It was funny, like, <laughs> it was just really weird. And like, you didn't want to think about it too much because it was so like his day to day life is so sad
1: well it's almost it was almost a parody of how you keep the will they won't they characters apart <laughs> yeah a i guess it's the fun way to look at it yeah yeah like it was it, it was absurd like it's just it's he, he can't be with kimmy because he married this crazy woman minor, who minor character a, who's in love with a statue of poseidon like yeah
0: what? and like <laughs> she forgot her phone it's like oh, a, it's man. like a potato or something. Oh man, it's uh, I don't know. But yeah, but then like getting into the end of the this, I think I genuinely think Ellie Kemper deserves like an Emmy for the work she's done this season. You know, like it 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 kind of does something that Thirty Rock was never able to do. I mean, I, and I love Thirty Rock, but you know, and, and and we've said this before. I think I've heard you said this before, but um. You know, Thirty Rock is like a joke machine. Yeah, you know? like you never really cared about, uh, you know, Tracy and you know, but you know, but you did, but not in a. But I think that Ellie Kemper's performance and you know the show's writing, is giving Kimmy Schmidt a depth that Thirty Rock never had. You know,
1: yeah, I would say so. Everyone, everyone on Thirty Rock, it's not like any of those characters really grew as people they would yeah. they would artificially grow in the way that like the plot would make them yeah, grow. they would be given new roles right they exactly they'd be given new roles but they themselves would be the same characters yeah always um, it was a, yeah. whereas there is there is like actual legitimate character growth i think my favorite part of the whole season was uh was uh titus Oh, that's Titus's boyfriend? Point. Yeah, they're, they're... Yeah, Titus Titus dating that guy. Like yeah. that's, that was my favorite part.
0: And like Titus like being worried about like being happy and mm-hmm. like, all that was really great and like Lillian was so 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 great. Um it's amazing. And uh yeah, yeah, and like Lisa Kudrow as the mom was a little I don't know. It, it messed me off like age-wise. So like, uh, is, that... is, it, is it off? I don't think it is. So I was like, so I was like, is Ellie Kemper? Ellie Kemper's like in her 30s. And
1: how old is Lisa yeah. Kudrow? like 50-something. Okay, probably? so she was just a
0: young mom, which makes sense. Yeah. Okay, definitely. Okay, cool. They're about as like... they're
1: That's like the Gilmore difference, right? Uh, it's a larger difference than the Gilmore Girls. Those Gilmore the, girls. the point with the Gilmore Girls was that... Uh, there was a <laughs> I like- 16 there's a 16 year difference because Lorelai Lorelai in the pilot is 32
0: uh-huh.
1: and and uh, Rory is 15 going on 16, which meant that Lorelai was 16 when she had her man so like so Rory was the same age her mother was when she got pregnant wow. at the beginning of the show. Yeah.
0: Man, that's that. That's a smaller difference than I have with my brother.
1: Yeah, yeah. That's why that that's like you know that was one of the things that sold the show. I guess was like, oh,
0: yeah was, like
1: was that they 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 can't figure out if they're friends or or mother daughter.
0: So you're saying um, they can both be attractive? <laughs> right, <laughs>
1: right, exactly. Uh, it just freaks me out that I'm one year away from being the same age as uh, Lorelai yeah that's super weird
0: i'm uh i'm as old as god pilgrim ever got yeah before he killed himself i guess i
1: don't know we walked through that door and died (laughs)
0: let's go die ramona
1: (laughs) that would ruin the entire
0: can you imagine if just like that final page was like let's go die
1: ramona (laughs) they go through the door and on the other side is like sandworms from beetlejuice or yeah and like the (laughs) chitauri things from avengers oh man
0: speaking of marvel yeah
1: yeah civil war came out Um, i'm
0: (laughs) did you hear that
1: (laughs) What no? What
0: no, like just like the the, the the alarm that Tokyo sounds when Godzilla comes like just sounded outside. Uh-huh. Uh, it's
1: probably just okay. road construction.
0: Um how many times have you seen it? Just once. Oh my god. I've seen it. I saw it. Okay, so here here's my here's my story that I'm gonna force upon you.
1: Oh okay. um,
0: I I go, I'm like I'm going to so last time I went to see one of these things. <laughs> I I saw Batman v Superman colon uh, DoJ and uh, at the Navy Pier, which is like the primo, like twenty dollars IMAX, but genuine IMAX ticket. You know, because mm-hmm. I was like, if I'm gonna if I'm gonna see this thing, I'm gonna see it in the best possible format. Because I know if this guy does anything, he makes cool images. You know what I mean? Sure. And I regret that decision because. Well, I mean, besides the movie, like I regret that the decision because uh, people had, had their phones out a lot, like more than I've ever seen before. And like it just it just felt like going to a mall in the worst way, because that's kind of what Navy Pier is. It's a big mall. Right. And so when Avengers came out, I was like, OK, well, i love I mean, <laughs> that was a weird accident. Captain America came out. Um, I was like, OK, so I know these movies are good. Marvel. Have you ever noticed Marvel movies? are almost better in the regular format than the better format
1: uh sometimes yeah like
0: besides special things like ant-man like yeah i almost always prefer so anyway so like i i'm going to the local college theater because you know like the college the theater that's like nearest the campus you know okay and i was like because this will be great because i'd like it'll be fun people will cheer and like no phones because be, you know for some you know for some reason I don't know. And so and it's no, cheap. No,
1: no, 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 no. I need you to explain your logic to say that there will be no phones at the campus movie theater because the one I, full of college students.
0: My logic and I was proven correct in my case. Um well my my specific case was the only people going on a Thursday night would be nerds and nerds wouldn't break the cell phone rule. Okay. That was my logic. And I took a risk. But mm-hmm. it's a kind of a bohemian campus, you know? Uh-huh. But And so my plan was to go to the 9 o'clock um, showing that was uh-huh. in 2D.
1: Uh-huh.
0: And so I'm like, okay, boys, I said to my roommates, I'm going to be awake. And then I took a nap. And then I woke up and I was like, what time is it, boys? And my boys, while playing Dark Souls 2, were like, it's 9 o'clock. And I was like gore damn it so i had to go see the 9:30 showing and the 3d was so bad scott oh yeah no i mean marvel 3d is not good and like you know two people run that whole theater you know yeah Like who knows when the last time <laughs> like any work they, you know what i mean
1: yeah the, since they've like upgraded their 3d or yeah or, like calibrated it or whatever
0: so and i for uh, for reasons i had to be home earlier like i I had to be like oh no i have to leave like right after the movie ends so i didn't get to see the post credits okay and what but i did that on purpose because the very next day i went to go see it again and this time i went to go see it at the arc light which i normally avoid because tickets are like twelve dollars Mm-hmm. But I did it in 2D and it was mm-hmm. incredible. I thought that That's the blood cool. I thought that the blue blood bags were discs. Oh. Like that first scene, like the reveal, they I thought they were like really big computer floppy discs. Oh. <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck are those? Are those like like what? And then I saw it the next day and I was like, those were blood bags. <laughs>
1: Oh, that's some bad 3D. Yeah.
0: Um, and then I saw.
1: Have you noticed that yeah. they've been cutting back on 3D screens, though?
0: Yeah. No, they're slowly phasing it out.
1: Yeah, it's going away. It's yeah. going away because they're they're realizing that people don't care. Like, it's not bringing anyone to the theater. So, like, why waste the money doing it? If anything, people know? are like avoiding it. Right. Exactly. Because exactly. they
0: know until it's impossible. For a dumb 18-year-old in like Fort Worth, Texas to screw up a screening, Mm -hmm. you know? Right. It's It's too easy for it to be an unpleasant experience. Like, I'm a cinephile. Yeah, there's too many variables. Like, I'm not even like an average Joe moviegoer by any stretch of the imagination. But like, I know that not to waste money on 3D, except for like really special occasions.
1: And you have to go out of your way to make sure that you're going to a really special screening. Where you know nothing will be wrong with it
0: yeah. and and then that's the thing it's like it's watching it in three d was like a punishment for Ugh. me that's awful. There's a financial punishment and a quality punishment,
1: Yeah, well, that's what you get for sleeping in
0: I know it was my fault that was the worst part
1: uh
0: <laughs> and and I almost didn't go, but if it, it was any other movie, you know what I mean right, like I need to just see what happens, yeah. Yeah. I needed to watch the next episode.
1: Right. (laughs) Right. Yeah. No, it was, uh, it was, it was really, it was really good. Um, I mean, masterful really, as far as, uh, as far as like a superhero movie is concerned. Like I, I don't, I don't, um, I mean, I can't, I can't imagine any other superhero movie is better than that one. Like, Quality wise, I mean, it's not my favorite, but I, I think it might be the best, you know, because like before this, it was like wide, wild, like widely accepted that the Dark Knight was the best superhero movie of all time. Mm-hmm. Um, But I don't I it's not it's not it's not as good as Civil War was. It's, it's just, just
0: so much more subtle than than the
1: Dark Knight ever was. yeah
0: there are parts in the dark Knight where it was like the joker and batman were comparing each other's like undergrad thesis (laughs) and 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 i feel and you know it was so yeah and like i i it was like it was a it was a big fun candy coated blockbuster that didn't give you any easy answers going home yeah amazing how they did that
1: yeah no and and it's it's crazy to me that we are now, I think, like 21 or 22 films into the Marvel Cinematic Universe mm-hmm. at this point. And they are just now, they've just now gotten to The Empire Strikes Back.
0: Yeah, that's incredible. Yeah. And it felt like, oh my God, I've never wanted to be beside you in a movie theater more than watching Spider Man, like in that fight.
1: Oh, dude. Well, when even just when when they said uh he, he said, like, we don't have enough people. And he and Tony, like, kind of does that smirk or yeah, whatever. He's like, he was like
0: well, where's yours downstairs? Where's yours? Boom. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I yeah. Eat. And then it says Queens. And I literally like I I clapped like I was so happy. I was like, finally, because they waited like yeah we we were like a solid 90 minutes into that movie before spider-man shows up or iron man oh yeah yeah like in the suit you
0: mean yeah yeah and like in the suit right totally. armor. but yeah but no like yeah like <laughs> it was and it, it it was such a beautiful left turn mm-hmm. like it just all made such beautiful sense because mm-hmm. he just like you know he just had the pictures already and like the whole like he was he was about to tell tony his origin story but then just gets cut off you know right
1: right <laughs> right well and and then there's just like there's the thematic relevance because what what one thing that is driving me crazy is everyone mm-hmm. i i see a lot of people saying like oh spider-man was really good uh too bad like he's completely worthless in the movie and there's no point in him being there really like people are like oh, i just wish he had more of a point to being in the movie and it was like he's literally like working he's literally teaching tony that tony's wrong yeah. about his stance like that's the whole point like he doesn't say with great power comes great responsibility he says when the bad guys when, when you have power like i do and the bad guys do bad things and you do nothing it's your fault and I'm like, I'm like, he's literally telling Tony that he's wrong about his stance on this whole thing I without, could, without knowing that that's what he's doing.
0: I could write like 30 tweets right now about Robert Downey Jr.'s line delivery of you're done.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah.
0: Like that was amazing. Like I was like, oh my, it was like sh- shame and like disappointment, but also like kind of like love,
1: you know? Yeah. Yeah. This movie had a giant man in it. I mean. Uh, oh, Paul Rudd's laugh. Yeah. And <laughs> he's like, oh, it oh my God. I will say, I, I think it's cool that it has giant man in it, but I don't, I just. The slow motion? Yeah, the slow motion. I hate it. I hate the slow motion. That doesn't make any logical sense whatsoever. Like, I think, you, yeah, if, it, just because you're bigger doesn't mean that you would move slower. If everything is bigger on you, you would move at the same speed you normally would. Like I why would you move slower? Like it doesn't it doesn't that doesn't make any sense. Like I think that's why I like, always liked um the way that like trolls and stuff would move in Lord of the Rings because they move fast even though they're big.
0: Oh right, yeah.
1: They they move at full speed because Peter Jackson was like well, yeah, they're big but they're they're not like Yeah. Why, why would they be slower? That doesn't make any sense.
0: It almost reminded me of like like something out of the '60s, you know, like Godzilla.
1: Right. Like, like, right. Yeah. It, yeah. Um, it's it's weird. I don't. I. I don't. I don't like that. I hope that if they do Giant Man in Ant Man and the Wasp, mm-hmm. uh, they don't repeat that style. Sure. Um Like I. I hope he he moves at full speed. And I'll say it. I like his old mask better. I, I, I like.
0: I like. I think I prefer his outfit in Ant Man like more. Too. I
1: think I liked his costume a little bit better but yeah I don't I don't like I didn't like the, yeah, the helmet the apple mask that he's yeah. got in this movie and who it, made like, that like
0: did Tony make that like or is that just like another PIM? yeah I think they just upgraded it because I like you know the, the he hadn't Pym. upgraded
1: his costume since the 60s or where whenever oh that's
0: true he did use the same costume didn't he yeah that's so funny. they
1: they probably just made a new one
0: yeah um, and it was really what a what a great move like deciding to hold off on the wasp hmm Because it just, I don't know. Like, I like, I mean, how that, I think that's a cool example of the Marvel bullpen that's happening. Yeah. You know, of like, oh man, like, I I was reading a, uh, I forgot which one they were interviewing, but it's like, yeah, like, you walk down the hall and there's James Gunn. You walk down the hall and there's like the Russo brothers. You walk down the hall and there's like Scott Eric, Scott Derrickson. Right. I was like, I would, to be like getting those dudes coffee right now, you know?
1: I know, right? I, I, uh, yeah, no, I think that's really cool. I I like how they're doing things over there, and it seems like, uh, Kevin Feige, he he's got his guys now. Like it, it just seems like he knows what he's looking for. Yeah. In in filmmakers and all the filmmakers that are signing up with Marvel are they know what they're in for now. You know. Yeah. So I don't I don't think we're gonna have. A lot of, because I think I think if anything, the the Ava Duvernay is that how you say her name? Duvernay.
0: Apparently, I've been saying it wrong. Yeah, but it, apparently it's Ava Duvernay
1: or Varney. Okay, DuVernay. Um, so like that that situation, all that did was teach me that Kevin Feige's putting it all on Front Street now. You know, yeah. where he's just like, look, you can do a movie here, and it'll do your career really well after you leave, but. You're not going to have full creative control because that's not how it works here. Yeah. And and you're either up for that or you're not. And if you're not, there's the door. It's OK. No hard feelings. You know, we'll find we will find someone else. Right. Exactly. So, like, I, I kind of I, I like that because it seemed like before this, they weren't doing that. And that's yeah. how you got the Alan Taylor situation. That's how we ended up with Iron Man 2 is like
0: that's how you lost Whedon.
1: That's how you lost Whedon, exactly. Um you and lost, ended right, up with right. Age of Ultron for that matter. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah, so like I, I think I think that And this is even better than Joss
0: Whedon being the you know the you know the Robert Duvall of the Marvel, you know, that that like the like the godfather of all of them. hmm Like this is almost weirdly better that they it it it's it's very socialist in a way.
1: Yeah. No, <laughs> no, it works it works really well. And and you know, and then you have what you have like the one guy who's basically getting to do kind of whatever he wants. Um, but that's because he's working with characters that aren't really involved with anything else.
0: Yeah. He kind of lucked out.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, he didn't luck out, but like he, he kind of like, he very cleverly like won the most land,
1: you know? Mm -hmm. Right.
0: I don't have to mention anything.
1: (laughs) Right. (laughs) And so I, I think I just think uh, I, I, I do like what they're doing over there. And and I think that there is a way to have your cake and eat it. Yeah. Uh, but I don't. And, and I think that's what, what Warner Brothers and DC are trying to figure out is how to give filmmakers creative freedom, but also control the tone of their line. Um mm-hmm. and they're they they just they haven't figured it out yet.
0: Totally. But, but oh man, like Black Panther's on the way.
1: Black Panther, I, I don't know what that movie's gonna be. I'm no. very curious. Very curious like, what that who, movie's going to be. Because like, is honestly, be? yeah, honestly, this movie, like everyone is talking about how great Black Panther is and how great uh T'Challa was, and I don't disagree. Mm-hmm. But when I look at that character, the way he's portrayed in Civil War, mm-hmm. I don't know how you make him the lead of a movie and make him interesting. Sure. Like, because he's, he's you know, he's kind of just like a, like, kind of like a bland, like... He's Thor without the jokes. Right. Yeah. He's kind of Thor without the jokes uh, with, with, with an additional, like, political vibe to him. Yeah. You know, <laughs> where, where he feels like a politician. And... Like like politician slash royalty with that little bit of of like Thor with no jokes and so I don't know how you make him the lead of a movie and make that movie interesting. Here's I, I my just I, I'm I'm just curious. Like I feel okay. like you'd be better off with like a Falcon or or even a War Machine movie. Um, so
0: okay, so like here's and this is just me, just just me talking out loud.
1: Uh-huh.
0: What if? So, you know, we had that post credit scene where, you know, Bucky goes back under because he's like, I prefer the depths.
1: Right. At, in Wakanda. Yeah.
0: Take me away, Lord. What if so? What if in Black Panther people find out that they that 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 Wakanda is 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 providing sanctuary for the Winter Soldier? And then they come after him, and then they have to frost, defrost Bucky, and it's like friggin' a two-hander with Bucky, but like sassy, snarky Bucky and T'Challa.
1: Mm, I think people will complain about that because their reasoning will be like, "Oh, so you couldn't just make a black superhero movie? You had to, you had to make a white guy the main character."
0: Well, I mean, it'll be called Black Panther, but like.
1: Yeah, Every, but I I'm, like, I'm just saying why that would be a mistake. Like Yeah, oh, totally. Yeah, at least through- at least for the first one. Like would I one feel was- like that would be a good like like Wakanda versus the world over over Bucky would be like a good like Black Panther 2. Sure. Maybe, but like the first Black Panther, I feel like you got to go full on like the whole thing revolves around Wakanda and and uh t'challa yeah.
0: i will say they have they've they've quietly built a really cool ensemble like martin freeman and yeah. andy circus who we know is coming back right well um, theoretically we don't theoretically, know that for sure yeah uh yeah. tessa thompson
1: wait no she's not black she's not in black panther oh, no she's in she's, thor yeah she's in thor she's playing valkyrie sorry i got i got my i got my uh i got my uh Ryan that Coogler. that that's that's a I I kept making that mistake at first too because Ryan Coogler, yeah, Ryan Coogler. and her have that connection and so it's Creed. Like, oh she must be doing that oh no she's not oh that's weird <laughs> mm-hmm. but I bet I bet he saw Creed though uh, Taika, you bet who saw Creed
0: Taika not gonna... oh
1: yeah sure um, um yeah I don't know I'm I'm excited for Black Panther because I have no idea what it's gonna be. Mm hmm. I think that's mo that's that's what I'm most excited about it. Um uh, it'll be it'll be interesting.
0: What if it's like a know. like a friend like what if it's like a Shakespearean like drama?
1: I don't want that. That sounds boring. But
0: like a cool one, like Macbeth. <laughs> but a cool one.
1: We already have the the Shakespearean family drama with Thor. You yeah, don't need but, another one. We don't We don't need Mm. another one. They needed to do another genre. They need. We need two of them. We 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 yeah. They they need to. They need to pick something else. Um, Thor,
0: Thor, and Thor: The Dark World are the first movies to me that are better as gifts on Tumblr.
1: (laughs) That's not incorrect. You know what though? You know what's been driving me insane? What is? What? Uh, Tumblr have like putting up Civil War gifts that are obviously from pirated videos. Like,
0: oh yeah, that bothered me when they were doing that for Star Wars.
1: Oh, I hate it. I hate it. Yeah, I hated it for Star Wars too. I hate it for Civil War. It drives me nuts, guys. Every time you re, re you reblog one of those gift sets, you're you're basically giving a thumbs up to piracy. That's what you're doing. It's, it's like a joke. Yeah, for not, not just because you can't wait to just be like. Look at how much I love this moment. Uh, okay. Every, we we all saw the movie. We know the moment. We don't need to look at a pirated version of it. Just wait for it to come out on Blu-ray or VOD or whatever. Yeah, like at, I mean, least, at least work under like some kind of assumption that you're using legal means to obtain these gift sets. Like don't use pirated copies. It's gross. I've Stop always it.
0: been just like,
1: why were you? I've never. Why would you have your phone out in a movie? You know? So that you could so that you could be the one who leaks it. Yeah.
0: I, I guess it's just like if you're like a fan, that's such an unpleasant way to watch a movie,
1: you know? Well, I mean, there's people who there are websites devoted to pirated comics and, and oh, people well, that's
0: just people those people suck.
1: Yeah, people are just reading pirated comics, comics that people just scanned into a computer. And the thing that's really really shitty is that they're up usually a day or two before they're in stores, which mm-hmm. means that it's either retailers doing it, which is just them eating their own business for no reason, or it's people at it's, – it's workers at Diamond who are just stealing copies of all the books and putting them up at the distribution level. So like yeah. it's just – it's gross. Like what? Why? Why? Why would you want to do that? Why do you care? You're not making any money off of this. So what are you doing? And it's just like it's like this weird gross like liberation of capitalism thing that some of these
0: yeah. like, I don't
1: have to pay Big Marvel for my comics. And and neither do you. I'm a man of the people. And it's just like ugh, Jesus.
0: <laughs> I was watching this documentary about the deep web guy and uh how he went to jail and um yeah, no I mean it's it it, it it's a fine line between like an Edward Snowden kind of like whistleblower and like,
1: like a thief. Yeah. You know, it's true. It's true. I don't Uh, know. It's gross. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I, uh, I I did. I really, really, really loved civil war a lot. Um, I think it's really silly that it's a captain America movie. Sure. Uh, Like it should have just been. Marvel civil war. Yeah, or 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 Avengers: Civil War, or something like that, and they should have just had um, Age of Ultron be uh, Iron Man Four. <laughs> mm-hmm. well, because you know,
0: do you believe we're going to get an Iron Man
1: Four? Yeah, I think it's inevitable.
0: He's so good, still.
1: He is. He is. And I think. May- it's, I, I really think it's inevitable. Like I, I, I really. I'm not, I'm not, I, my, my thing is like, I don't know who's going to make that movie is, is the only thing because it would have to be someone that Robert Downey Jr. has worked with before. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the only people he's worked with before have already made Iron Man movies lately. It's like mm-hmm. the only other guy is like what the, the, what is, what is his name? David Dopkin. Is that his yeah, name? Yeah, i yeah, from the judge. And like, nobody wants that guy to direct an Iron
0: Man movie. I don't want that guy to direct the judge.
1: Yeah, right.
0: There, I, man, dude, if they got, remember back when, remember, I think mean, I tweeted this, but like, you know, remember when Robert Downey Jr. was like, I'll only do Iron Man 4 if Mel Gibson directs it?
1: Oh, yeah. Did, wait, did he actually say that? I thought you just said that you wanted that.
0: Yeah, but it was based off of uh, something he said a few years ago.
1: Oh, okay.
0: Because he's been advocating for like you know, because when he was very, you're
1: you know, trying to give was, him a, give him a, a second shot, basically. Yeah, because
0: he was like Mel Gibson when I was when I couldn't pay the rent because of all my shenanigans. Mel Gibson like stepped down from a starring role in The Singing Detective and gave it to Robert Downey Jr.
1: Oh,
0: as an act of friendship because like they're 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 close friends like off of off
1: camera. That would and, be. I mean, that's really sweet but it like the backlash would be so vehement that Mm -hmm. it would be it would be gross like the backlash would be grosser than marvel giving him a second chance you know like because because the thing about um the social justice side of of uh social media and the internet is that Mm -hmm. they do not forgive period Mm -hmm. Like, and if you, no, you make a no. mistake, you're you're fucked forever. Sorry, you're dead.
0: And you know, there's no audio of Robert Downey Jr. like using right. racial slurs and right. <laughs> ethnic slurs.
1: Right. Exactly. The only other person would be like Guy Ritchie. A Guy Ritchie Iron Man would be interesting.
0: A Guy Ritchie Iron Man would be interesting. Um, or you know, asking maybe get maybe get
1: maybe get uh, the
0: Fabs back.
1: He did express interest yeah in possibly doing that and what a beautiful way to end it Mm -hmm. oh you know who else would be really cool who uh uh ben stiller
0: oh that would be amazing
1: yeah ben stiller like just straight up directing an iron man movie would actually be pretty pretty killer walter Mitty had some really cool sequences it did so did tropic thunder like the
0: skateboard chase yeah have you seen zoolander 2
1: No. God, no. Absolutely Mm. not. Never.
0: Okay. (laughs) Did you like the first one?
1: No. God, Um, no. Okay. No, I think it's one of the worst comedies ever made. Oh, man. I hate it. I hate everything about it. Um, Todd Phillips would be another one he could possibly work with.
0: That would be really – I'm really excited
1: about uh, the uh, War Dogs Oh, that's right. That's Todd Phillips. Yeah, see, you, you could do. You could totally. Todd Phillips could totally pull off doing an Iron Man. Oh man, that'd Todd, be dope. Yeah, Todd Todd Phillips or Ben Stiller doing an Iron Man would be really interesting. I think. I think both of them would get shit on all the way through production and and until the movie yeah. came out. You know, um, Ben Stiller more so, I would say. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think that it would be really cool. Because really look,
0: cool. I mean, look how well that worked out for Iron Man.
1: Right, it's true.
0: Or you know, and we'll see. But you know, Thor: The Dark World. Uh,
1: Thor. Thor I the mean, Dark I'm World? sorry, Thor. Thor Ragnarok. Okay, I was gonna say, I was like, I'm pretty sure that got shit on all over. I don't. <laughs> 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 pretty sure most people hated that movie. Um, um
0: okay. I, I I I don't I don't I, I I I got nothing against Maggie. I I I got nothing against Thor: The Dark World.
1: <laughs> Terrible movie. Oh really? Um, Thor the Dark World? I, I didn't know you thought it was terrible. Oh, yeah. No, I don't like that movie at all. I I yeah. I, I don't at all. I think it's bad. You like the uh, third act, though? Yeah, the third act has good sequences. It's not a good third act. Sure. It, it's not. Like, it's just not. Uh, the plot goes nowhere. It's literally the story of how Thor comes back to Earth, is like, sup, and then leaves again. Like, I <laughs> just... It doesn't. I I don't know. It doesn't do. It doesn't do anything for me. Like it, it's not. It's not good. It's a bad movie.
0: Has there ever been a, a trilogy where the third one is the only great one? I don't think so. Be a first.
1: It would be a first. That'd be interesting. I'd be. I'd be. Uh, everything I hear about. Um, ragnarok sounds really cool although although i don't know how everything i've been hearing about ragnarok has anything to do with ragnarok
0: yeah no it's very clearly looking like it's just like a random title like because well i
1: mean it can't be right because it's gonna be it's gonna be hiddleston's last movie so like loki's gotta have a really big part in it Mm -hmm. because they're not gonna waste that loki they're just not yeah. And and he's yeah. got – he has a big part of Ragnarok. So, like, I just don't know how – what he has to do with what I'm hearing the plot of the movie is, you know? So, who's
0: the villain, Kate Blanchett?
1: Uh, Yeah, I think so. I think okay. she's – I think she's playing Death.
0: Oh, that would be amazing.
1: Yeah, I think she's playing, like, the – I think she's playing, like, the Death um, – the Norse equivalent of Death. Mm-hmm. Do uh, because they. then she's going to replace the personification of death in, uh, in, um, in the yeah. Infinity Gauntlet,
0: whatever they end up calling it.
1: Right. Um,
0: Thanos is a big holiday, and Thanos is a big adventure. Great.
1: I think it'd be really cool if, because what they have set up at the end of Civil War is basically the new Avengers, mm-hmm. uh, and it would be really cool if the first Infinity. Uh, war movie is just the new Avengers and then like ends with the death of Captain America like standing up to, to Thanos because here's the thing there's this really like the thing that everyone remembers from Infinity Gauntlet the thing mm-hmm. that everyone is like oh Infinity Gauntlet's so good and and it's not it's a terrible comic it's really really bad but the thing that everyone remembers because there's this really great Captain America moment where Thanos kills everyone except for Captain America. And he's just laughing because he's just like, you don't even have powers. And he keeps knocking him down and Captain America keeps getting back up. And it's like they've literally been setting that up for seven movies now. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) They've been setting up that Thanos fight against Captain America for seven movies. And he just keeps getting back up until he can't get back up anymore. and He dies. Um And so if you end the first movie like there and the, and the Avengers reunite again, both sides of the Avengers reunite over the death of Steve, mm-hmm. that would be rad. That'd be just, super rad.
0: Just like camera pans down on like Thor, Hulk, Black Widow,
1: mm-hmm.
0: Hawkeye, and Iron Man, and then just like fucking Fortunate Son starts playing over the credits. <laughs>
1: right. Yeah. And they're just – they're at the – They're just like at the at the funeral, you know, and like like they're putting him in the ground. And then like you just you end that last movie because because they're everywhere. I think I think they should call the next movie Avengers Disassembled. Oh, man. They should call it Avengers Disassembled and then have it end with Tony saying Avengers Assemble. Oh, my God. And then, and then you're just like, boom! See you next summer, bitches.
0: <laughs> uh, man, that's like Fast and Furious level amazing.
1: Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. No, that would be that would be great. That would be great. Um,
0: I hope Thanos is like working at a diner, and then like, <laughs> and then like Death comes in on a motorcycle. <laughs> He's like, cool.
1: Is uh, is this a, is this like a, a Fast and Furious reference? Double cool. <laughs> okay.
0: And then Death Order is a <laughs> Milk. Death Order is a Milkshake. I don't
1: know what that is.
0: Pee Wee's Big Holiday.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, that's too fresh to be making references from, I think. Gotcha. My, my mind doesn't go there yet. <laughs> it's too <laughs> new. Oh, man. I really hope they make Thanos good. I think they will. I'm not. I, and and you know, and if they don't, then the thing about Thanos is that he's got a lot of underlings that are that can be pretty pretty rad. So Yeah. Um I feel like he's the kind of I feel like he's like at Thanos so far is where
0: Black Widow was in Iron Man Two. You know what I mean? Okay. Like she wasn't bad in Iron Man Two, she was just boring.
1: Yeah, I guess that's true.
0: But they can give her a lot. Yeah. I will bathe the starways with your blood. <laughs> Boy. I, uh,
1: I'm, I'm, I'm pumped about the Infinity War movies just because – I mean I think, I think the thing about it is that I honestly – I think they wrapped up Civil War and when they got the job for the Infinity War for the two Avengers sequels, mm-hmm. like I think that the Russo brothers were just like, look, we're not doing two movies of them in space. That's ridiculous. Like, that's we're not doing that. Like, we, have you seen the movies we did? They're pretty grounded. We're not yeah. going to space. Like we're just not, we got to build there. We got to, we got to get there. We can't just leap into space. Uh, and so I, I think that that's what's, I think that's, what's going to happen is uh, you're going to get, you're going to get Avengers disassembled as the next one. And then infinity war will basically be like part two. Yeah. Yeah. I dreamt a Marvel joke the other night. Okay.
0: It was like everyone was like gathering up like preparing to like take on Thanos. Mhm. And then like um I I forgot who, I think it was like Rocket Raccoon is like is like looking at all these new people and he's like god like what a bunch of assholes. And then like he sees like the Vision. And he's like, oh my God, can you guys get more theatrical? And then, like, a portal opens from another dimension, and, like, Doctor Strange comes, like, slowly out of it, like, <laughs> chanting some sort of, like, spell out loud. <laughs> oh my God. It's <laughs> I remember thinking, oh, that, was that a reminds
1: funny- me. That actually reminds me because, because I, uh, there was no Infinity Stone in this movie, and there was no Infinity Stone in, um, Ant-Man, right? So we've still got two Infinity Stones Wait, out in the ether, isn't, right? Isn't that what's on
0: the vision? Is it Infinity Stone?
1: Yeah, but I mean, that was dealt with in Age of Ultron more than it was in this one. You know what I mean? Oh, there's a like, new one. Yeah, the, yeah. there was no new one and okay. it wasn't like a point of contention for the movie at all. <laughs> yeah, so, which is why it was so great. Right. So so like, I, I, I have a feeling that the Soul Stone will be the one in Doctor Strange like I feel like that's going to be the Eye of Agamotto. We see um, a soul in the trailer. Right, right. So I think I think his is going to be the Soul Stone, which means the only one that's missing is the Time Gem. Um and I feel like that's going to be in Guardians of the Galaxy or something maybe. But I I I the other thing is is like if the Eye of Agamotto isn't an Infinity Gem, I wonder if of the next avengers movie is going to be sort of like this race between the the tony's avengers and steve's avengers trying to find this last stone before thanos does you know oh man yeah like an uneasy alliance or something yeah rodie's like just now able to walk or not even an alliance. Like they're not even aligned. They're both separately chasing after it. They're trying to beat each other too.
0: Oh, weird! Wow. Yeah, yeah. Because we don't really know what the new situation is going to be after Civil War. It's true. Like cause I, because like, okay. So what, what, how do you interpret the ending? What do you mean? Like, so, so, what do you think happens
1: after they cut to black? Oh, he breaks them out. Yeah, he breaks them out. And then is he breaks them out and they become the new Avengers, the, the Bendis team. Led by Captain America? Yeah, led by, well, not by Captain America because he's not Captain America anymore. He'd be, I mean, God, I hope they don't do like Nomad or something, but I, I imagine he'll be one of Steve's other characters. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't I don't think he might just be Steve Rogers like he just might be Steve Rogers. I don't I don't think he's going to be in the costume again, at least until like the end of that movie. Yeah, I think he story. goes AWOL. Yeah, I think he goes AWOL, but he goes AWOL with the other Avengers, I think the other new Avengers.
0: Oh, so you think they just like ditch Iron Man?
1: Yeah. All so- All the ones that were in the prison.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So where does that leave um, the Vision and um, Spider-Man? And... They're
1: all they're all official Avengers
0: with Tony. Okay, so the new Avengers are Iron Man, Spider-Man.
1: No, 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 no. no the new Avengers are Steve, uh, Steve, Steve, Falcon, Ant-Man, Scarlet Witch, and Hawkeye. It's basically the old Avengers.
0: The no, rebel of the rebel Avengers.
1: Yeah, well, oh, yeah, but the Confederacy. That's the that's the new. The, I'm when I say new Avengers, I think you think I'm meaning like literally new. I'm talking about the book, the, the oh. comic book. Oh, so that that, that is that's literally the new Avengers. I thought Luke Cage was in the new Avengers and Wolverine. He was. He was. I don't think okay. he'll be in those movies, but well, yeah, thanks Ike. But um. I'm oh, yeah. keeping the kids. But I think that's what they're going to base it off of because I think I think it's going to be like that first arc which was actually literally called Breakout. <laughs> oh.
0: <laughs> yeah. So,
1: so, so like I think it's going to be somewhat based on that. And so he's going to be like the the And there was also this part in um right after Civil War there was two Avengers teams. There was New mm-hmm. Avengers which was run by Steve and then there was the Mighty Avengers which was run by Tony. And the New Avengers were outlaws. And the mighty Avengers were backed by the government.
0: So, so okay. So, who is on Iron Man's Avengers team right now?
1: Right now, it would be to- it would be Tony, Vision, uh, bl- uh, Black Widow, Spider Man. Spider Man. Well, I don't Maybe. think he's going to be on any, either team, but um, but sure, <laughs> I'll say we'll say Spider Man. So, Spider Spider Man and. Um, uh road t'challa maybe roadie war machine oh yeah and maybe black panther maybe black panther although i don't know how much he'll have to do with all that stuff because it seemed like he he had switched sides at the end yeah that's true um so he's gonna be on anyone's team and on either avengers team i feel like it would be on steve's not tony's
0: Mm -hmm. They fight for steve yeah I wish but, more but, people call him Steve instead of Captain Rogers. I don't know,
1: Steve, 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 <laughs> Steve. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, I, I, uh, I'm I'm really excited about the prospect of like the Marvel Cinematic Universe going forward. Oh
0: yeah, I'm so excited. I,
1: I am I'm very interested to see what Doctor Strange is. I think that the controversy around it is based literally based around one massive mistake. Which yeah. is that why would you make her look Asian? Why would you do that? Like and, I I I'm fine. I think I think if it was just her if it was her just hair. What's her name? What's her name? T- Tilda Swinton. Yeah, Tilda Swinton. Thank you. Um if it had just been Tilda Swinton being Tilda Swinton with her hair and not in Asian garb, like, just looking like Cute. her and maybe maybe slightly, like, gender ambiguous or something. But, like, that's it. So, so Tilda Swinton. Yeah, right. So just, if, if it was just Tilda Swinton being Tilda Swinton, no one would be having an issue. Everyone would be like, yes, yeah, Tilda Swinton. Right. But the fact that they shaved her head and made her look Asian, that's the mistake that they made. That's the huge mistake that they made. Yeah, if they hadn't it, done that, no one would be making that big of a deal. I mean there would still be some people who would be like, he, th- that character supposed to be Asian in the comics. And those there's, there's, people are totally legitimate. Sure. But I so also – I un- understand Marvel's argument on a, on a global political scale why they didn't do it that way.
0: Yeah, and it kind of avoids the it being like oh oh so just another Mister Miyagi old right. old mystic Asian guy you know right right sure but it was like but don't go but don't go half no
1: half measures don't, don't yellow face what are you doing yeah. what are you doing really yellow face really who approved that who thought that was a good idea was it Tilda Swinton
0: yes do it.
1: Like, did she, was it her idea to look like that? Like, oh, I'll shave my head and I'll do this and that'll be, that'll be really cool. And everyone was just like, ah, she's already signed the contract. Like what, like what, what, what happened? Like, why did that happen? Anyway, I think that's the only major issue with that movie. I think the rest of the movie looks phenomenal. I wish they had shown Wong. Yeah, that would have been nice.
0: Maybe like, but, showing but it seemed the, like
1: they they cast him so late in the game. It makes yeah. me wonder if like it makes me wonder how much of a role he has in it. Like maybe it's um, like a cameo. Maybe it, I think it would be cool if Wong was like was like Stephen Strange's like old college buddy. Yeah, like his Happy Hogan. Yeah, or, yeah, his Happy Hogan or his Foggy Nelson or something. Mm-hmm. And and so like he's not he's not like his manservant or anything like that. He's just like his buddy.
0: He's like, he's like his. Uh, it's his Michael Pena.
1: Right. That would be cool. He's
0: I think that would be actor. a really
1: cool way to tackle that character.
0: Yeah, because you know just looking at the actor playing him, you can you know he's not like you know Cato. He's right. not like Bruce Lee.
1: Right. Plus, the the guy. Uh, Choweto Ejiofor. like Ejiofor. yeah, yeah, he seems to be fulfilling the role that Wong usually fulfills in Doctor yeah. Strange stories. Yeah, um, I'm happy that it looks like he's going
0: to be a protagonist for at least this movie.
1: Yeah, yeah, it seems like he's got sort of a Sinestro thing going on, Ooh. where he's like he's starting out as a good guy, and then you know, in the in the post credit scene, he's gonna put on a yellow ring. Oh, like, God. I-
0: before the dark, oh, that was the dark times, man. That was the empire.
1: Oh, I mean, it never got it never got better, really. No, so, no, it
0: sure did not.
1: Yeah. Um, a, lo- a long time just, in the desert.
0: For it just guys. got
1: different. It just got different. It just got. Di- <laughs> it didn't really get better. It just got different. Nintendo. Um, <laughs> yeah. Oh um, man, I want to. I want to I wanna pitch on that Green Lantern movie though. I want to do, I
0: want to help them.
1: Oh, I do too. I mean, I I just want to be there Kevin Kevin Feige, honestly. Like that's that's what I want. More than I anything. Almost, like if if somebody was like what's your dream job? It would be like, "Oh, give me full co- creative control of the DC yeah. movies." That's what Brian, I want.
0: I almost didn't I I almost It seems mean to compare Civil War to Donna Justice.
1: Like I I almost don't want to do it the problem though is that it's so similar that's the horrible thing is it's so similar and done so much better
0: it's it's more mature it's more adult no one can no no reasonable person can say that this is like you know to quote twitter marvel kitty shit you know they no but they will i know they will but like it's it's crazy how Like, I left that movie being like, wow, they both had, well, I don't know who the, and then, like, that's exactly what Donna Justice, I think, was trying to do.
1: Yeah, it's true. That's, that, that is what they were trying to do. You know, I figured out a fix for uh, Donna Justice if they had done something a little differently. What if, let me, let let me, let me, let me, let me me pitch you a different, a slightly altered version of Superman v.
0: Batman. I'm, 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 I'm leaning back in my, I'm leaning back in my desk.
1: Okay, so in this version, all right, so you start, start it mostly the same, right? Mm-hmm. So like so, you know, it's 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 the man of steel like repercussions, you know, mm-hmm. repercussions. You set up the idea of these two guys who neither of them are in check, you know, and they don't respect what the other person is doing, you know, professionally yeah. as a superhero, right? <laughs> Um, and and so, yeah, yeah. So, so you have all that set up, but like, what if, what if at the end, right? Like, I mean, it's so funny because I'm watching, I'm watching this, this, uh, civil war thing. And I was just like, man, they really nailed it because, <laughs> because like, what if instead of, instead of the name Martha, snapping batman out of killing superman right mm-hmm. like what if like what if superman like stopped him and was just like hey look <laughs> this is what's going on like we need like what if what if lex luther was older right and so like it wasn't jesse eisenberg it like was brian like, cranston brian cranston or like billy zane or something like that right Mm -hmm. And, and, and so it's an older person. And then you find out essentially that in the third act, you find out that Lex Luthor had Bruce's parents killed because they were competition. Yeah. Because they were competition or whatever. And then you, and then when Bruce finds this out, this information out and like maybe the whole, the whole plot isn't about like who the white, Portuguese is or whatever it's <laughs> it's like who killed my parents or whatever like that's the thing and and it just goes it feeds into his obsession where it's like it's been it's been 40 years and he still hasn't let go like he's still trying to find who killed his parents and maybe and like
0: he, something something comes up some new thing comes to light and it reignites his obsession
1: right right um and then and then you have you get to that third act where they both go to confront Lex Luthor and then it comes out that Lex killed Bruce's when. parents and then that and then he snaps And he's like, I'm going to kill this motherfucker. Like, I'm just going to kill him. He killed my parents. I'm going to kill him. And Superman has to protect Lex Luthor, this evil son of a bitch. Yeah, Protect him from Batman. And Batman is like, what the fuck are you doing? And then they throw down, right? Mm -hmm. And then they fight and you understand both sides of what's going on. And then ultimately they come to the conclusion that they they need each other to keep each other in check because Superman, yeah because batman was about to fucking kill this guy he was about and to Superman's murder like, this
0: guy trust me nothing like like no pain can replace taking a life right no one knows that better than me right totally
1: there you go absolutely absolutely
0: and then like, they can hug and then they can hug cry
1: well, and then you can still you could still even have Lex Luthor release Doomsday or whatever and and yeah. have Superman die. But it would just be a thing where it's like where it's like, okay, so so we we figured out like okay, we need each other to keep each other in check, but we also need each other to help. Like you know, in, in like a time of crisis. And then yeah, imagine and then Superman you know,
0: coming, imagine Batman coming to Superman for aid. Totally. Like, totally. Hey, I need answers or not even yeah. yeah, Yeah. Not even, not even help, but answers.
1: Right. I, I just think, I, I, I think that there, there was, a, I mean, obviously there was a better way of doing what they did. I, I think that having Lex Luthor, Uh, be the one responsible, like be the one responsible for the death of of Bruce's parents, Mm -hmm. I think would have been a really cool way to bring that together because you don't have to change anything. Joe chill can still kill his parents. All you're doing is having Joe chill be hired by Alex Luther. Yeah. Yeah. No, totally. So you're not really changing anything. You're just sort of like altering it to fit the narrative that you're Mm -hmm. trying to do. And like, I, I think that would be, that would have been rad. And like it, it,
0: it, it makes you care and sympathize for the heroes. Yeah. And it connects like, them. Yeah. Cause Superman and Batman, they were just both being dumb.
1: Right. They were both being dumb and not communicating and they were both being manipulated and Bruce's stakes in the situation were very low. Yeah. Yeah. Like, he wasn't personally connected to anything. Like, ultimately, Batman v Superman was a Superman story, ultimately. Mm -hmm. Like, it was a Superman... Like, all of that talk about it not being a sequel to Man of Steel was was total bullshit, because it's exactly what it was. And in a movie about Superman, Batman got all the screen time, and that's why it feels weird. But if you had given Bruce a personal connection into what was going on beyond the, the the retconned prologue. Mm-hmm. Like, that should be enough to, like, get him interested in Superman. Yeah, it also validates he's showing the Waynes getting murdered again. It You're right, totally. It totally validates that, rather than just reminding you that her name is Martha. Martha! Yeah. No, it would have been... A lot better, no. I think. Protect Martha. Yeah. So, so I think, I think, I think it was a huge mistake. Um, as much as I, as much as Jesse Eisenberg as Lex Luthor, I think is an interesting choice, and he did interesting stuff with the role that he was given, like performance-wise. Yeah, I, I, think it was a mistake going that route with him.
0: Yeah, and yeah, it was like, yeah, you should have gone with your gut and cast Brian Cranston. Yeah. Totally. Totally. Because then that, that gives the character a past.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It, yeah, because that's it, the thing is like you don't believe Jesse Eisenberg is the king of Metropolis, but Cranston or Tom Hanks. Oh God, Tom Hanks! I want Tom Hanks in one of these movies so bad.
0: Can you imagine Tom Hanks delivering like a Max Landis, like Lex Luther, capitalism is good speech?
1: So that would be amazing.
0: But like he has the energy of like Walt Disney.
1: Yeah. Oh, oh okay. God. Uh, uh, Walt Disney, like Lex Luthor. Oh, man. Well, don't you get it, Clark? We have to hop on and ride that rocket. You know, Tom, Tom Hanks, I, I, man, they need to snag him in something. Yeah,
0: he's so good it,
1: still. He is so good still.
0: I really want to see, um, depending on how late we go tonight, <laughs> um, but to, I really want to see a hologram for the king. Oh. Just because he's in it. And I really yeah. love Cloud Alice.
1: Yeah, I kind of want to see that too. I, I, uh, y- man, I just had who I thought he would be really good as and I just lost it. Uh
0: Shit. Lex Luthor.
1: No. Uncle it's, Ben. Um, crap. I don't know. I lost it. Um, Michael J. Fox's Uncle Ben. Yeah, Twitter. Michael J. Fox's Uncle Ben, you said that, and I love that. I think
0: that's no, true. I just I, I I know, so someone else said that. Oh, someone else said that? And yeah, and I read it on your on your thing on your Twitter. It was one of the listeners. It was one of the the, the 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 Twitter followers.
1: Oh, I thought it was you. No. Oh. Okay. <laughs> that's weird. Um Yeah, I don't know.
0: If you're listening, and that was you, that was you,
1: uh, let us know. Okay. Um. Um, Yeah. I. I. Uh. Tom Hanks is. Um. Tom Hanks is really great. (laughs) Tom Hanks is really great. I really great. I would. Uh. I. I would. I would love him in a comic book movie. Oh no! I remember who. Who I thought. Yes. He would be an amazing Reed Richards. Oh, totally. That's exactly
0: yeah. – that's so weird that you said Reed Richards because I was thinking about that when you were talking about Lex Luthor because, like, you don't cast Miles Teller as as Reed Richards because Reed Richards needs to
1: have a life. Yeah, he needs to have a history. He needs to be a dad almost. Right, totally. No, Tom Tom. Tom Hanks as Reed Richards would be, like – like, get get Spielberg to direct a Fantastic Four movie and get Tom Hanks to play Reed Richards.
0: And, like – Friggin um, Julia Roberts as Susan Storm. Mm. Laura Dern.
1: No, Meg Ryan.
0: Meg Ryan. Boom. Meg, Meg Ryan.
1: Ryan. Let's bring <laughs> her out of the darkness. Hello.
0: Okay. Meg Ryan is Sue.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, Nick Offerman as, as
1: the thing. Sure. And. Actually, I think Nick Offerman would be too young if Tom Hanks is your read. That's true. Who's uh who is uh Stallone? Stallone. <laughs> I, I mean that would be incredible, honestly. We oh my know. god, I would love that so much. Oh, I'm so on board for that. That's amazing. What'd you do on me rain? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Sylvester Stallone as The Thing would be incredible. I remember uh, remember that rumor that um, Bruce Willis was up for The Thing.
0: Yeah, that'd be good, too.
1: That would be good, too. Like it's in time. Yeah. But, but Sylvester Stallone is genius <laughs> casting. Um, I don't even know what he would look like. Oh, God, it would be amazing is all it would be. Um, th- the thing with that lip thing that he has, that whip, <laughs> the lip, the lip lift quiver thing. Hey,
0: me, you have a love and blue eyed thing.
1: <laughs> oh, God. Oh, he's oh, probably so, I'm so in love with that. Oh, he's,
0: he's like so self deprecating.
1: Oh, Jesus, that would be so good.
0: When he's like flirting with Felicia.
1: Oh, they need to get, they need hey, to get Felicia. Fantastic Four back from, from Fox so they can do a Fantastic oh. Four movie. Oh, that would be incredible, just incredible. Um, I don't know who Rob, would play Human Torch though. Rob Lowe. <laughs> I I feel like, I mean, I'm not I'm not opposed to that. I guess I don't know. Although Max Landis made an interesting argument because I remember when they cast Michael B. Jordan as as Human Torch. It was like, yeah. no, that's good. Like he's he's he's, he's going to be good as Human Torch. But I don't know why you make Human Torch black. Like. He's like, that's not the interesting choice. That's the easy choice. The interesting choice would be to make Reed Richards black. Yeah, and I'm like, totally. oh, you're not wrong, because I, because I, I, I always, I thought when he said that, I, my mind immediately went to Denzel Washington as Reed Richards. Mm-hmm. Oh my like, God! Right? That'd yeah. be pretty stellar too. Um,
0: I don't or know, like, or if you want to, or if you want to go a little bit younger, like uh, a Chuetal.
1: Oh yeah, for Reed, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think it's too late for that because now he's Baron Mordo, but... Yeah,
0: but like, I mean, but like, you know, Chueto is like the kind of stumbly, dorky, charming Reed Richards. Yeah. Kind of like pretty much his character from The Martian, but maybe like a little more heroic. Sure. He was so good in The Martian.
1: He was really good in The Martian. Oh my God. Oh my God. This is the worst thing I've ever heard. So like, I saw Civil War in, in Lexington, and I'm walking out of the theater, and these people were like was like oh man who is who was that that played black panther that guy was amazing like black panther was so cool and he's like he's like oh dude i've known that he was gonna be good since i saw him in the martian oh that's right he was in the martian and then everyone like everyone away was like oh yeah that's right oh he was good that's had to have happened before like like jesus like
0: chadwick boseman's had to have been like hey yo 12 years slave. i'm like
1: <laughs> I can I can understand like his performance in as uh, as uh, T'Challa was mm-hmm. very similar to Chuetel's. Chi- How do you say his name? Chuetel, Sci- chi- I think. for chi- Chuetel, Choy- Whistle- P- Choy- e- Okay, so yeah. so his performance as T'Challa is similar to the operative in Serenity. Oh hell yeah! They're <sighs> very similar, like very similar performances. I am not uh, so father. I could see that. I could see the resemblance. Yeah, totally. If if you had seen that, but those people, there's no way they would seen Serenity. <laughs> do you think? He, do you think he means it in a positive way? <laughs> really? That oh man, oh man, Matthew, Matthew McConaughey is Johnny Storm.
0: Yeah. Oh my god. Totally. <laughs> Lime <laughs> <laughs> on Marvel just gets weird with it.
1: <laughs> We're the uh, fantastic
0: there Third times the charm.
1: You know it'd be also really cool is if they gender swapped uh Johnny Storm this time. Oh my god, yeah. Get like um get like get- Amanda Pete. Yeah. As human torch. That'd be pretty cool, Leslie Mann. Sure, Les- Leslie Mann. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that'd be neat. I don't know. I I don't know. I I'm really I like the Fantastic Four a lot. I just they they they, they are they are not characters that make good movie get make good movies. You know, no. like they're they're difficult to nail in two hours. You know. Yeah, their um, family. Yeah, they they would be better as like a Netflix original series or or even an ABC series, honestly.
0: Yeah, it's like like, like imagine like a kind of
1: Peabody and Sherman style, like into totally. the unknown. Totally, because you could even do it in because uh, you have um, the Future Foundation. Mm-hmm. Once Reed opened the Future Foundation, he has students. Mm hmm. So you could do something like that be like uh it'd be like the magic school bus with Reed Richards the <laughs> <laughs>
0: door opens and it's just freaking John yeah. Hamm.
1: that'd be pretty great honestly that's that's how you do it I think I think you do an a b c original series like an a b c series a fantastic book. because you don't need to do Netflix. you know netflix netflix uh Netflix. Marvel stuff is like the gritty street level stuff. And yeah. you wouldn't really want to mess with that because that's sort of their brand, you know? Yeah. So, so yeah, I mean, ABC needs something to replace agents of shield because uh, they need, they need a superhero show like nobody's business. Yeah. That'd be a really cool way, honestly, to, to bring the fantastic four into the Marvel cinematic universe is by making them a ABC television series.
0: Like Marvel's premier television stars.
1: Hell yeah. That'd be great. A, Couldn't get Tom Hanks then, but you know. <laughs> hello. Yeah. If, oh, that'd, be, that'd be so good though. Seriously. What if freaking? Oh no, I, you get Colin Hanks. Oh man. You get it's Colin so Hanks. And then when you have Reed show up in the movies, he's played by Tom Hanks. Yeah. So like you have Colin Hanks, you have the fantastic four TV series with Colin Hanks set in the sixties, just like Peyton Reed always wanted. Mm -hmm. and then and then you when you go to modern day he's played by tom hanks and he's like retired and he yeah and he's like best buds with with michael douglas
0: and they're just like smoking pot
1: in the basement (laughs) that would be that would be great have you okay what oh no i was quoting the movie oh oh, okay Uh, (laughs) Um have you ever i was thinking about this the other day right so like There's that news where uh, Hasbro put together a writer's room for like Micronauts and Visionaries (sighs) and two other things that I don't know. I believe it's one of the seven hells. Yeah. Yeah. And the writer's room is like insane. It's like Nicole Perlman, uh, uh, Nicole Perlman, Akiva Goldsman, Brian K. Vaughn and Michael Chabin, Chabin? Chabon, 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 Chabon. Chabon. Um it's it's <laughs> insane. It's an in, it, like yeah. it's an insane writer's room for a ridiculous set of franchises. Oh yeah. So I, I, I was just wondering, cuz because have you ever thought about right? Because like, okay, so like one of our things um recently is that we've you and I have sort of like refocused our attention on specifically writing, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I, I was just thinking not about, writing. Right. So I was <laughs> thinking about I was thinking ah, about, said it as, as opposed to specifically like producing stuff. Yeah, um, I got you. Yeah. But, but uh I was thinking about how if we were to, you know, quote unquote, make it and become like Hollywood writers, you know, mm-hmm. or, or like writers that are like pitching on projects, you know? Mm-hmm. And I was thinking about how like, early on one of the things that a lot of writers do is they take everything so like if they if they are offered to pitch on something they always come up with a pitch whether they're familiar with the property or not you know mm-hmm. and i was just thinking about like would i ever be able to do something like that like what what would be my angle in on something that i don't know anything about that i have no connection to you know it's like i thought of a, Le- I thought of a lego movie the other day don't you have uh, a connection to legos though
0: like personally yeah i suppose no more so than the average bear oh you mean like something that's completely foreign to you like uh
1: right like Like my my, like yeah sure like dune or like my my thought was like like he-man you know like they've been trying to make a masters of the universe movie for so long and if they came to me and was just like hey do you have a pitch for Masters of the Universe? If I'm not an established writer yet, and if, I'm st- if we're still like trying to get a job, you know, mm-hmm. would we take that pitch? And I was like, I was like, I don't even know what I would do with the He-Man pitch. And then suddenly, like, I was like, I was like, I'd probably, I'd probably pick, I'd probably pitch them something really off the wall that would mean something to me somehow. But they're probably not going to want because it's not what they're looking for. And I was like, what would that pitch be? And then I thought of the weirdest He-Man pitch, and I want to tell you it. Okay. Because it will never ever be made into a movie. Um, so my my pitch is that uh, because I you know, I know very little about He-Man, right? Mm. So like I know that uh He-Man is like the Thor character and he's also like Prince Adam, right?
0: Of of Eternia.
1: Right. Of Eternia. Right. So he's, he's Prince Adam who is like, just like this, you know, normal, like regular guy. And then he like picks up the sword. Yeah. Yeah. And he picks up the sword and he turns into He-Man. Right. Isn't that how it goes? Is that, is that the deal? Okay. Mm -hmm. So, so my idea is that you you open – the movie starts and it's – it starts on an adventure with He-Man mm-hmm. in Eternia and it's everything that you've ever wanted. Like any – everything you – that that people who love He-Man and the Master of the Universe have ever wanted. And you're – and you know, there's like a narrator and, and the narrator is narrating all these crazy stuff and it opens like – it's got like a cold open mm-hmm. of this crazy, awesome – like ultimate He-Man adventure, right? Are there
0: other Masters of the Universe there?
1: I, I sure. There's Is there's big... other characters, right? It's like several characters. Yeah. It's got like yeah. Battle Cat or whatever, Battle and Man. yeah, and like and Is like she rod you know. the Princess of Power there. No, you would save her for the sequel. Okay. So so anyway, so it's Is like Orgo He-Man. There? It what? Orgo? Sure. I don't know. Man. Like I said, I don't know that much about Masters of the Universe. So just okay. like I'm just, just like it's like, helping they, my brain. A handful of He-Man characters, like yeah, all the Wargo. all the ones you'd want, like the okay. most. Okay, Master of Arms, sure. Okay. So, so they're all like they're all like taking on like uh, what's the castle? The Skull Castle?
0: Castle Grayskull.
1: C- castle Grayskull. So they're all they're doing like a raid on Castle Grayskull or something. Well, no,
0: they they live at Castle Grayskull.
1: Oh, I thought the bad guy lived at Castle Grayskull.
0: No, by the, no, no, no. He Man and, and He Man, in fact, swears by the power of Gray Skull when he invokes the powers of He Man. Oh, where does Gray live? By the power of Gray Skull. Where, uh, where does
1: where does Skeletor live?
0: Um, a Skeletor Castle. I don't know. I don't know if that has a name.
1: Oh, oh okay. Oh, that's, that's super weird that Skeletor doesn't live in the Grayskull. See, as someone who who is on the outside of this franchise, that does not make any sense whatsoever. Maybe that's why. He,
0: maybe maybe he maybe Castle Grayskull
1: belonged to him. Maybe he wants it back, or, or it's
0: mine.
1: Okay, so let's just say let's just say for the f- fact of argument. Let's say Skeletor has power of gray, of of Grayskull, and they're getting like, it back. Yeah, and they're getting it back. This is like this is like the ultimate final battle or something. Between, okay, boom,
0: boom, boom. Okay. Boom, boom, boom. So
1: so they defeat Skeletor and He-Man becomes like King of Eternia or whatever and then mm-hmm. and then you it freeze frames and then the narrator starts to change, the voice of the narrator starts to change into the voice of a little boy. And then the, pit, the the frozen image of He-Man starts to change into a crayon drawing and it zooms out and it's this kid named Adam <laughs> and he is telling the story to his class about this character He-Man and this world called Eternia that he made up.
0: And the masters of the universe.
1: And the masters of the universe, right? And – uh and so and so like you're just he just like has all these drawings and stuff of all this insane mm. stuff like Skeletor and yeah. Battle Cat and all these these cra this crazy stuff. And everyone is like, okay, that's that's really dumb. Like you're like the the other kids are just like, wow, you're really lame, right? Kids? And and like they just grade. yeah, yeah, like you're super lame. And uh <laughs> and, and, and so they're just like He Man. Fuck that's, you, yeah, He Man. That's stupid. Are you um, fucking fireman. Right. So then, Fuck on you, so then, uh, So then he's he's like he. You get the idea that like there was th- th- this kid, Adam, had this huge imagination, yeah. Um, but he was like bullied his whole childhood because yeah. of it or whatever. Right. So then you flash, you go to the, you get the title card or whatever, and then you, um. You go to the present day, right? And present day, Adam is just like this 20-something or 30-something like dude who just like his life is like really boring and, and nothing's interesting, right? And then something happens and suddenly the world of that he created as a kid is starting to like merge into his world and uh-huh. he has to go to Eternia to save to save it like the way the the way he always talked about He-Man doing being oh man you know? that's that's amazing but
0: i was i was picturing it happening to the kid oh really and have it be kind of like a goosebumps type deal
1: oh no 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 cuz the idea of it the the theme of the movie is about how everyone thinks it's dumb that this guy is still thinks about this world that he created as a kid where Mm -hmm. it's just like it's everyone in his life It's just being like let it go like let it go like no one cares about the stuff that you used to play in the 80s like (laughs) let it go you know and so it's like this comment on our our fascination with ip from the 80s 80s, (laughs) yeah you know And and how like our generation doesn't grow up like we're just stuck in this nostalgia thing, or at mm-hmm. least that's how that's how people see us. You know, mm-hmm. it's like we're just obsessed with our childhoods and nostalgia, and and so like this guy goes there, and it's sort of like it's sort of like a like a Galaxy Quest meets uh, Secret Life of Walter Mitty. Yeah, a little bit of that and a little bit of, uh, uh, man, there's something really specific that I'm thinking of that I'm not remembering. But like, yeah, I mean, it's just like it's that kind of movie. And so like you end up with with, you know, Adam becoming He-Man. Yeah, you know, and real. so so you have like you either have two actors play the role or He-Man and Adam are played by like the same role. Like, you know, like you got like Captain just, America. Yeah, yeah. You got like you got like uh uh Chris Evans or whatever playing At- Adam in the real world and then eventually he becomes He-Man um when he you know is endowed with the power of Grayskull. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and and so and then and then the thing about the thing about She-Ra and maybe She-Ra isn't it? Maybe She-Ra is who comes and gets him. Maybe She-Ra is like this Sharon. kid this no no she is this kid's like dream girl okay and like so he just wrote he just he just cr- drew pictures and created this girl that is like oh this is this would be my girlfriend like this would be this would be awesome and she's just like this total badass and so it's like this weird like it's like this weird uh uh i don't know like this, this like this like crazy like you you got like the uh the 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 uh uh it, it's it's like it was, she would almost be a commentary on like manic pixie dream girls you know mm-hmm. only only that like she would just like not put up with any of his shit at all and just be mm-hmm. like he'd be like i just you know he would do the thing where he would just be like oh you know it's like it's advice time so i'm gonna talk about all my feelings and and she's gonna help me through it and she's just like she's just gonna be like i don't care and just go to bed, you know? What if... She has, she has no patience for this Adam guy because she doesn't even... Maybe she doesn't even believe that he's the one or whatever, you know? So you
0: have, like... Okay, so you have, like... So you, so you said you wanted She-Ra in the sequel, right?
1: Well, that that was my original thought. But, like, maybe it would be better if she's the one who goes and gets him.
0: Because what if, like, she is another person that also has yet to... What if, what if She-Ra she- she- is her like self character
1: oh and and so they're like made for each other because they're both kind of the same yeah
0: they're both like she's like this arrested like always like a 14 year old girl
1: like just just like just like always on like you know always on tumblr and yeah and all that stuff yeah totally that would be Mm. really cool too i would love that Uh, but i do i do love the idea of just like (laughs) <laughs> of just like like a s like the scene from uh almost like a scene from never ending story it's just like, yeah just like they're just like in an alley and then just like she-ra comes riding out of a portal on battle cat you know <laughs> yeah yeah like, yeah
0: and you can allow it to look you don't have to like you know brian singer it and like hide from all the bright colors and weird characters right because- It can be, it can be, you know, you can, you can relish in that. Right.
1: Totally. And so, and it would also be, it would be, it would sort of have like a Guardians of the Galaxy vibe to it.
0: Totally. With like fantasy science. With with fantasy. Yeah. yeah.
1: And, and and yeah, no, and you're totally right. Because of the nature of the story, you get to do He-Man exactly as he is in the cartoons and the action figures. Oh my God, no. Why do you always set up like on the edge of your bed? (laughs) <laughs> because this always happens <laughs> it's a, can you hear me yeah okay
0: that's
1: okay we set up right on the edge of your bed so it's, yeah. it's the easiest possible way to knock everything down I
0: don't, not, not a lot of what I do man. I, I'm moving out oh yeah yeah I um, so uh, so listeners my two roommates that you may or may not have heard me talk about over the past year um, have decided to both live on their own mm-hmm because um, they've they've been roommates since college, and they're like, it, you know, it's time, it's time to see what living by your own is like. And do so, they, do
1: they have a they have a good enough income in Chicago to do that? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh wow.
0: Yeah, um, it, it's that. It's I I I could find a one bedroom today if I wanted to. But anyway, um, so I was for so I was like, well, what do I do? You know, because I didn't care one way or the other. Like I didn't really need to live by myself but i also wasn't like afraid of it you know yeah and so i was like well my couch is here and my bed is here and i have my books and my tea and i don't want (laughs) to i don't want (laughs) to i don't want to leave hobbiton you know
1: Uh uh-huh
0: like i like i like my walk to 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 the comic book store i like getting my coffee you know and (laughs) and so i was like i can find two new roommates yeah and so i reached out to uh some like friends from like from you know chicago and like people that are graduating my school that are friends and are coming you know Mm -hmm. and and like i didn't get any like definite answers because of course you know like i need someone to move out by like august you know
1: yeah I was like,
0: you know, I could find a place closer to the red line. I could, I could have a bigger bedroom.
1: Yeah, your bedroom is a closet.
0: Yeah, I could, I could like, I could like live. I could have my own place, and like, it, it would be like. And I I did some digging around, and it's like you know, as the rent is basically what a third of my rent is. Hmm. You know. Yeah. Like dividing your rent three ways and it's oh, so it's like paying for just one bedroom. And so and I was like, you know, I bet finding a new place would be less stressful than trying to find two different people because people are squirrely. People have schedules that change and people are hard to get a hold of.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And so I'm like it's you know what? I'll just and my, my friend Ryan was like, dude, you have no stuff. You have, it would take you a day. And I was like, yeah, so I'm going to be looking for my own place. That's cool. Yeah.
1: I mean, you know, coming from someone who's been living on his own for five years now Mm -hmm. um, with no roommates, like it's, it's pretty, it's pretty nice. Like when, you know, when I eventually get married and have to live with someone else again, full time, like it's going to be. It's gonna be a little weird. Um mm-hmm. for a little while. Uh I I wouldn't uh I it I I really I've I've come to really like living on my own. It's not as lonely as people like a lot of people think it is. It's, it's but you really get to lonely.
0: choose when you want to see people.
1: Right, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, you can always go out and hang out with people. Um or if anything it gives you more reason to. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um so yeah
1: right on man yeah that's exciting and you know
0: who knows what's gonna happen you know
1: Mm-hmm. um yeah i okay. think i'm moving too so
0: yeah. yeah hey what did um what did uh bethany think of civil war
1: oh she really liked it nice she really liked it um we had to go to a late show on thursday though and mm-hmm. so we didn't get out until like one in the morning and she had to work the next morning so it was just she was really exhausted it's i oh. a really long movie <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah oh my god dude tell me about the kentucky derby
1: oh yeah um i mean it's it's cool it's uh it, you know we went to the, we had the party cuz she works she works at uh windstar farm and uh there was like a a a derby eve party mm-hmm. on friday night and that was pretty cool. Uh, there was like a live band, like a live cover band. They played The Power of Love, which was really mm-hmm. awesome. Um, and uh, and then, and so like, you know, we danced and everything and, and it was a really good meal and, and open bar. So like just like free drinks, uh, Dope. which was pretty cool. Um, uh, Ch- Chuck Norris was uh, supposed to be there and then like bailed at like the last minute. Classic
0: uh, Chuck Norris.
1: Yeah, because he's like he's like best friends with the owner of One Star Farm, <laughs> of the horses. Uh, he, he's best. Yeah, he's best friends with the owner, and so they were going. He was going to. He was going to come by because he was there like last year, I think. Mm-hmm. But um, he ended up bailing at the last minute. But uh, yeah, I mean, it was it was weird. I'd never been to a party like that before. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, with like like there was like a kind of like a red carpet kind of deal outside, where oh. like. Mm-hmm. Like there was people taking photos of everyone, and there was a, a valet, and yeah, and we had this really embarrassing moment with the valet because like he came up to my car when I pulled up, and I rolled down my window because I thought he needed to say tell me like where to park <laughs> or something. <laughs> and he was like, he was like, you can just leave your keys in the car, and I was like. What? <laughs> I just <laughs> I didn't understand what was going on. Are you robbing um, me? Yeah, right. And then Bethany's like it's a valet and I was like, "Oh, oh, okay. Sure." Um so <laughs> so that was that was kind of cool and uh I don't know, it was it was a really fun night and then uh the derby itself um is a good time, you know? It's uh we had box seats and Nice. Uh, and so it was it was really um really just like taking shifts of just like, okay, there's a race. So we watch a race and then the race ends and then we go drink, we go find something. We, yeah, we go find a drink and that takes about, you know, about 40 minutes to get through the crowds, to get a drink and get through line. And then you go back and you sit down just in time to watch another race and finish your drink and then you do it again. Yeah. Um, and, and so, yeah, I mean, but it's cool. It's 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 cool seeing everybody dressed up and everything, it's it's, you know, in in such a, in in the kind of setting that you not you don't normally see people dressed up as, you know, like just like yeah, as, like weird stadium, you know, <laughs> yeah. So it's it's interesting. It's a it's a one of a kind experience. Um, how did the, how
0: did the horse do? <clears throat>
1: uh, none of Windstar Farm. Uh, none of the one-star horses did very well, but um, I know. but uh, yeah, it was a, it was a rough year for them. <laughs> they sure. they uh, yeah, but well, yeah, I'm I mean, sure those
0: horses will be delicious. Oh God, oh, I'm kidding.
1: But um, yeah, no, it was it was cool. It was uh, you know, it was a it was an interesting way to uh, spend my birthday weekend.
0: Yeah, happy birthday.
1: <laughs> well, I mean. It was a few days ago but thank you <laughs> um yeah so like it was it was uh i don't know it was it's was fine it's fine how you feeling the big three one well i'm in my 30s now which is weird
0: yeah you're in your 30s yeah
1: not inside 30. of them i'm in my 30s mm-hmm. um, which is it's weird because i you know uh, i remember turning 21 yeah um, it's also weird because I've officially been like drinking legally for a decade now.
0: Oh, what a decade it was.
1: <laughs> it's really strange. Um but uh, I'm in yeah. my mid-20s. Right. You are. How's that working out for you? Well, would you say 24 is mid-20s or early 20s? Uh that's mid-20s. Mid mid-20s, I would say, is uh twenty-four to twenty seven okay yeah, and then like twenty eight and older is like late twenties yeah yeah okay. twenty okay. nine is late mm-hmm. early twenties it'd be like twenty one through twenty three I would say mm. so yeah you're you're in your uh you're in your mid twenties so so you're thirty
0: one and you have been living by yourself since you were uh twenty
1: since i was twenty six six okay yeah. so I'm starting a little bit earlier than you yeah, yeah. I had, uh, cause I had, I had, I always was, I, I usually lived with a girlfriend. Uh In my early 20s. So mm. not, not, not so much roommates. Uh, I mean, that happened occasionally, but more often than not, it was, it was, uh, just a girlfriend. Wait, uh, so where would you live in between girlfriends? They usually left me. So and they then- moved out.
0: Oh, and then you'd have the place to yourself for a little while. Yeah, and then and I would get them.
1: a roommate for a little while, and then, and then the meet someone week. else, and then we would move out. I would move out of that place to move in with them. Oh, usually. so you would inherit you would inherit places. Typically, yeah. Interesting. Yeah.
0: I mean not interesting. I'm sure there's a lot of heartache and, and growth and
1: <laughs> I mean it was a long time ago, so I wouldn't say a heartache anymore. <clears throat> there's like five seasons worth of stories
0: in there. Oh yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah. Isn't that weird how much yeah. shit happens in our lives? Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah, it's weird. It's <laughs> weird.
0: Mm. I've been thinking about that. I'm like, I'm just in a really weird place right now. Yeah? Like, I'm not bad by any means. Like, I'm like, you know, emotionally, mentally, I'm like pretty stable. If not, like, you know, my temperament's more or less like, it's good. It's good. It's just so weird. Mm-hmm. It's just what I'm doing right now is so weird. It's like, I'm going to, like, I'm definitely, I feel like I'm in between the, the two chapters or like the two, um, I feel like I'm in a comma, you know what I mean? Mm Mm-hmm. It's like, and then he left college and then kind of did fuck all for a year. And then
1: (laughs) that's kind of, uh, that's kind of how I feel right now. I I feel like I'm in, I'm. I'm at the cusp of a of a major transition.
0: And then Scott
1: directed,
0: and then Scott directed Unexceptional and the Cupid Division, and they would both come out in the spring of 2016. But by that point, Scott was already about to Bob Deflavor the flop flop flop.
1: Yeah, I, I do. I feel like I'm at I'm at a uh, crossroads. I'm at a I'm at the cusp of a transition. Something. Mm-hmm. Something's going to, some, I, I. it just feels like something big is going to happen soon. Yeah, you're going to regenerate. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I don't think that's. Is it, is it the
0: second Scott? Third Scott?
1: I don't know. I honestly don't know. I've lost track because my face doesn't change, so. Sure. I feel like I'm in my
0: second form. Yeah. I feel like afro Neck was like my first form. Mm-hmm. That takes to do a, that. That actually takes away all of my childhood. This way, that was my first form. But mm-hmm. you know what? I would like to see someone play young the first Doctor.
1: Like well, young what, William, that was like, uh, cool. that was one of those the that was one of the ideas for the eighth Doctor TV movie. Remember? Oh yeah, you told
0: me that. Yeah, that'd be cool though to see like what william hartnell when he was at matt smith's age was like mm-hmm. yeah, so cool
1: yeah it would be interesting it would be interesting um yeah i don't know but it's uh things are changing and it's it's interesting to say the least mm-hmm. yeah um but you uh this
0: thing like uh, like civil war What's that? You want to end this podcast like uh, Marvel ended Civil War?
1: Uh, You want me to break you out of prison?
0: No, I mean like on on a on an ambiguous
1: note. Oh, okay, sure, sure. Why not?